0: go, ladies and gents. Let's get this show on the road today. My biggest fears as an entrepreneur as I step into the space come next month. Let's find out what those are. Here we go.
1: Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of
0: Business Bros.
1: All right, ladies and gents, we got the solo episode going.
0: Uh, Every once in a while, it happens. I mean, let's face it, the show books up 10 weeks in advance. We got people booking up into April as of right now. But every once in a while, since it's 10 weeks out, we get someone that. can't show up, doesn't show up, technical difficulties. And when that happens, you get me to go solo. So uh, here we go. I mean, biggest fears as an entrepreneur. So uh, for those of you guys who've been following along, recently I told you about how uh, I teach our time at Eastlake High. Uh, and that might be coming to an end very, very soon. So uh, what happens at that point is, well, I'm 100% going to be dependent on my skills as an entrepreneur. I've been I've been in business In one way or another, ever since I was about 19, 20 years old, uh, it started off on accident. Uh, James and I were in business uh, with this computer repair company called PC Cruisers, and it happened because... Well, we bought a house, uh, James and I, together. Parents helped us buy our very first house. It was awesome. And uh, a few months into that, James decides he's going to go off-roading on his truck uh, when he worked as a subcontractor for Cox Communications and roll the truck. And naturally, uh, you're not allowed to do that at work. Uh, they'll, they'll tend to fire you. So he got fired, and we had to figure it out. Money, bills, all those things were still coming, no matter what was going on. We still had to pay bills. We had this mortgage we had to pay. And he needed work. So at the time, we were uh, installing high well, he was installing high speed internet. this is this is back in the AOL days, right? Where you would get a disk in the mail and you would you know dial up and and we had this new thing come out that was high speed internet. So Cox was going around and installing high-speed internet in different people's houses. And at the same time, this was around the era of uh, Windows 98 and Windows XP. So, you know, Windows had this reputation of crashing all the time. Uh, you would you would have errors or mistakes or whatever, and we'd have to turn around and format and reinstall this thing. Uh, and so, at that time, James and I needed something to do, so we created these flyers. We went around uh, in, our, in our local neighborhoods. Literally, this is how old I was. I mean, young kid. I strapped on my rollerblades. Yeah, rollerblades. I strapped on my rollerblades, got these flyers. James and I would go around, uh, pick a neighborhood, and we'd just distribute flyers, 500 or 1,000 at a time in a one day that we spent the entire morning going door to door, handing out these flyers. But it worked, right? At that time, it worked. We we finally got a little bit smarter. Instead of using the flyers, we used door hangers, and we'd put the sticker on the bottom, and it said, take the sticker off, throw the door, ha- door hanger away, throw the sticker on your computer. When you need us, call us. Uh, we'll be there. PC Cruisers, we cruise to you. And it worked. And that was the first time I ever had money problems where the lack of money was the problem. And the lack of money was one of my greatest fears as an entrepreneur. I knew that bills were due and I had to figure out a way on how to pay these bills. So we did. We figured it out. We went from having you know, money problems to having enough appointments to pay our bills, to having too many appointments where we had to bring on new employees and so forth. Uh, the story doesn't end so well. It, 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 we ended up, you know, going under after a while. James, uh, James got his, bro- his heart broken by his girlfriend. He ended up joining the Navy, took off, uh, and we had to shut that thing down. And and I learned so much in that process. But, you know, the, the thought process that that fear that sets in when you are backed up against the corner, when you're, you don't know what tomorrow is going to hold. You know, the bills are coming every single month. You know that the overhead has to come. You got to put food on the table. Those are huge pressures, right? And as an entrepreneur, like you just don't know. (laughs) Sam's sounds like Cox sucks. (laughs) You know what, dude? I don't know, man. I've always loved Cox internet. It's, it's worked for me right now. I have direct TV because uh, I wanted the Sunday ticket, but I have the internet as far as I have right now is Cox Cable. Although I hear some of those, um, what are they called? Uh, they're not Wi-Fi. They're um, fiber optics. I hear the fiber optic internet is even better. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, you know, and and Sam, I think you cursed me here because I literally have the little icon that says my my connection is unstable at this point. Why? Because you mentioned that Cox sucks. It heard me. It hurt me. So hopefully my connection is okay, uh, and and you hear me keep going with this thing. So. Uh, number one fear, you know, right now I have a very comfortable life. It's it's very comfortable. I, I don't worry about paying my bills. I don't worry about medical insurance. Uh, as a teacher, you work like, you know, basically half the year and then you get half the year off because the kids are on vacation, summer vacation, spring break. I mean, I, I, you know, my, my father-in-law always says, and he says it in a funny way, he's like, you guys got a racket going on there. And it's true. You know, I, I believe it's true. I mean, we got a great thing going here. So to be in a position where I'm going to have to walk away from that and go fend for myself again, something that I haven't had to do in many years, that's one of those great fears. That's one of those scary things that is presenting itself in my, in my foreseeable future. And I know there are entrepreneurs out there who are going through the same type of thing, who are on the verge of maybe starting something because it's out of necessity. Maybe they're starting something because they have to pay for their kid's college. Maybe it's a new baby coming around the corner. Maybe it's the death of a spouse or the breadwinner in your family. There are plenty of situations out there where people are forced into the situation where they have to become an entrepreneur. And then they, they step into this space where they have to generate revenue for themselves. And the fear of not having money is, is that number one driving factor. But there are more things in the entrepreneurial space that... People, I think, underestimate, right? I mean, it sounds simple. Oh, I just got to get something and sell it to somebody else and I'll make a profit, right? It sounds simple. Maybe I'm going to be a real estate agent. Oh, it's easy. I'm just going to get my license and I'm going to find clients and we're going to help them buy or sell their home. It sounds simple. But when you get into the practice of it, when you get out there and figure out, you know, what is it that I have to do as an entrepreneur? You know, one of those fears that had set in for me was what happens if I'm wasting away my day? When will I know? There's nobody telling me what to do, when to do it, how to do it. There is literally zero amount of people holding me accountable to what I'm going to do in the next couple of days. Sounds good, right? I don't have a boss. Sounds good. Nobody's telling me when to wake up. It sounds good. But then the guarantee is also gone. The security is also gone. That monthly paycheck is also gone. So, another big fear. Schedule. Okay, so... When uh, when James and I started doing the uh, computer repair business, it was awesome. Nobody was there to tell us what to do, when to clock in, when to get to the office, or none of that. We had employees that would get there before we did, might um, open up the store. We had employees that we would set their schedule and they'd show up, pick up their work orders for the day and go out and, and, and deal with the clients. It was awesome. But we were young, right? And when you're in your 20s, I don't know about you guys, but in my 20s, we loved living it up have parties all the time. We're doing things that we probably shouldn't have been doing because, hey, that's what you do when you're in your 20s. And if I was to do that same thing today, you know, back then it was easy. No responsibilities. It was just me. If I didn't eat today, well, hey, that was on me. I could always pop over to mom's and have some dinner or, you know, head over to the girlfriend's house and, and eat over there. Like there was always something we could do to solve that problem. But not having a schedule was also the handicap that prevented us from taking our business to the next level, because we didn't have a specific thing that we were doing on, on every single day. There wasn't any agenda for us to grow. There wasn't any incentive for us to grow, and, and that ends up plateauing yourself as a business. It reminds me of Eminem, for example. There's a story, uh, at least I saw on TikTok, where where Acon. Was going to sit and work with Eminem, right? And so Akon did a couple songs with Eminem. But he talks about how he went to go meet M and he walks into the studio and it's like, you know, seven, eight o'clock at night. And he walks into the studio and he's preparing for, you know, some of those cool sessions. Cause you always hear about what goes on in these recording studios with these rappers, right? You got the weed going you got the alcohol going you're having the, the the girls in there and everybody's having a good time and you write down certain stuff whatever you're going through and you put together on you lay the music on the track and that's how music happens in the hip-hop industry stereotypically but not with eminem so akon shows up and he says you know he shows up to the studio and they're like nah, em's gone like what do you mean he's gone like we have a recording today he's like no nah, man he's, he's not here he calls up em he's like hey man like I was there. I get there at nine a.m. I leave at five p.m. Like that's the schedule I'm on. And Akon talks about how the reason, one of the main reasons why Eminem is such a great artist, is because he treats his his craft like work. He goes in at the same time every day. He works for the same number of hours. He takes a lunch, and then he, you know he continues to work, and then he clocks out and leaves. Like that structure that we want to leave as a a W-2 employee, right? We want to leave that structure. We don't want somebody to tell us where to go, how to clock in and what to do. We want that freedom. That set standard of what you're doing every single day is actually very beneficial for you. And so one of my biggest fears as an entrepreneur is that I'm going to fall prey to the freedom of time. It's easy to fall into the freedom of time trap because when you're an entrepreneur when you're at home you do have the flexibility to you know go pick up your kids from school you do have the flexibility of go meeting a friend for lunch you do have the flexibility of sleeping in right that no one's going to tell you one thing or another and my biggest fear is my experience in business for the last you know almost what 20 like but almost 20 years 18 19 years is that if i fall prey to the Easy button in business. I'm gonna suffer. I'm gonna suffer in my sales. I'm gonna suffer in my growth. I'm going to suffer in all those things. Another big fear. So for me, living by the calendar is so important. Uh, I'm I'm pumped and excited for 2022. I mean, uh, last year in August, I went through a 16 week certification course with Billie Jean's Marketing and. I was fortunate enough to put in the work and then become genius of the year. I got the number one spot in the class, and that was an amazing experience. First of all, I got to have a mentor and learn from the mentor right off the bat. And if you scroll through my uh, Instagram, at some point, there's a video where I'm talking about getting started for this thing. And I said in that video, Billy doesn't know it, but he's going to become one of my really good friends. Right? And it was cool to go through the experience and really get to know him and learn from him in, 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 as, a, as a mentor, learn about the entire process of, of creating funnels and automations and creating ads and doing all those cool things. Stuff that I had dabbled in, but now I was learning how to put it all together, how to put these pieces together. Uh, and even then, I was still dealing with time constraints. What is the time constraint that I was dealing with? I needed to live by my calendar. In order for me to achieve Genius of the Year, I had to set in my calendar. I was going to show up to, the, to Genius Studios at a specific time. I was going to leave at a specific time. I was going to do my podcast at a specific time. I was then going to do the homework at a specific time. I needed to treat it like a business, or it wasn't going to happen. I need to have my calendar working for me, leaving, or living my life by design not by default. Right? You literally get to design the life you want. But if you don't design it, by default, it will rule you. Look, time? Time isn't is you don't have control of it. It's moving. It's going forward. It's going to pass you up. I don't know how old you are, but I remember being 25 years old and thinking I was going to conquer the world. This year I turned 40. Where did the last 15 years go? You know, biggest fear as an entrepreneur is that I'm going to waste valuable time that I'm not going to make the most of every single every single minute that I'm not going to place enough effort in every single moment that I have I'm a big Eminem fan you know lose yourself is one of those songs right if you had one shot or one opportunity would you would you seize it or would you just let it slip Like This is the opportunity that is being presented for me, the opportunity to to go 100% into my entrepreneurial space. And I believe, from the bottom of my heart, I believe that 2022 is going to be an amazing year. It doesn't mean that fear isn't there. The fear exists. The worry exists. But how you perceive it and how you take it on, that's going to be completely up to you the entrepreneurs that I've seen that are successful take every single fear and face it head on, take every single obstacle and face it head on. You guys can see, I mean, this is episode 883, 650 different entrepreneurs have come through the business bros podcast. And when they talk about the obstacles, when they talk about the fears, the ones that have succeeded at high levels, they face them head on. And that's what I, you know, for me, Working from home, working in a digital world, having the opportunity to do what I do best now, which is get behind this microphone, have a conversation, show up with energy, show up with enthusiasm, help grow businesses by bringing them more business. That's such a blessing. It's an amazing opportunity that's presented in front of me. And I need to take my time to design my day so that I am more profitable, so that I'm more effective, so that I'm more efficient with every hour that I spend in work and when I'm working I work. Now, I'm the type of person who maybe has been accused once or twice or maybe a lot of times of being a workaholic, of working too much. But literally, like, too much? What's, what's too much? My my counterparts, people who, who tell me that, I look at them and I'm like, yeah, but you're wasting your day. You're clocking in 40 hours a week at a place you hate to go to. You hate Mondays. You love Fridays. You can't wait to get out of the place you're going to, yet you go there every day. You might only work 40 hours, but you're doing something you hate every day. Whereas me, I might be working 60, 80 hours a week or whatever it is, but the work that I'm doing, I love to do. Right? Like the podcast, for example. This is like one of my biggest happy moments every single time when it gets close to four o'clock and it's almost time to go on the podcast. Like, I'm pumped. I literally sit down, I plug in my phone, right? I hit some music, I throw my headphones on, and I'm jamming right here. So I'm ready to rock this joint. I'm ready to have the energy that I have. From my music, I transfer it to my mind, and then I bring it onto the show every day. And no, I am not getting paid on an hourly wage to be on the show. Yes, I have learned to monetize the podcast, and I can teach you to do the same thing, right? But what happens if this is the only thing I depend on? Can I put enough passion? Can I keep it as powerful? Can I structure it in a way where it pays for my livelihood and i'm not talking about barely getting by right cuz i you know let's think about this right life by design when i think of my life my life is not barely getting by. I have a standard of living that I have created for myself. A way, and, and don't get me wrong. I am not a big spender, right? I mean, I'm not wearing $200 pair of sneakers. I don't buy $50 t-shirts or anything. You see me in real life, I'm wearing a hoodie, some sweats, and maybe some flip-flops. Like, that's really how I operate. In the summer, I'm wearing shorts, yo. Know? Like, this is me. So I'm not a big spender. But I love the opportunity to be able to do the things that I want to do right? If I want to, if I, this computer, for example, I'm literally on right now, this computer is, the camera isn't that great. So you know what, if I want to go and buy a new computer, I want to be able to do that and not have to think about it. If I wanted to take my friends and family to a restaurant and have dinner and celebrate a birthday and pay for it, I want to be able to do that. And so living my life by design is so important to me. And having that lifestyle that what does that dollar amount look like to you? You know, this is an exercise that you guys should definitely do. James has done this before. I loved it when he did it. It's it's amazing. Pick a dollar amount. Design your life. What is it that you want to do, right? What does it cost you when you live in the home that you want to live? Just map it out. Go on Redfin or Zillow or whatever and, and do a mortgage calculator. Pick the house that you ideally would want to live in. What does it cost? What's the monthly mortgage payment on that guy? Or what's the rent on that guy, right? What car do you want? What's the monthly lease payment what's the what's the car payment on that? How many vacations do you want to go on? Where do you want to go this year? three or four vacations? what's it gonna cost? Put the package together find out because as you are creating this life for yourself, you're literally putting it on the board, okay, my house is gonna cost this much and let's say let's say a nice place that you want to live in. Maybe it's it's an elevated for you, maybe it's three, four, five thousand dollars a month. Let's let's make it easy, right? Let's let's go with three thousand dollars a month. We're in San Diego, ladies and gentlemen. That's not going to get you much here, but I know across the country it will. Three thousand dollars a month, right? That's the that's the lifestyle you want to live on a monthly basis. Add in a, a car two, Maybe you and your spouse. Maybe that's another you know thousand, maybe fifteen hundred bucks for the kind of car that you want to, the kind of cars you want to drive, right? So start adding these things up. And when you really start looking at it, you start looking at it, you're like, you know what, I can live the life of my dreams for $10,000 a month, maybe $15,000 a month. And you're starting to really put a number to the goal that you want to achieve. And now when you're looking at things, when it's time to make that sales call, when it's time to hop on that appointment, when it's time to jump on that webinar, when it's time to go through that training, when it's time to set up your calendar to do the things that you want to do, it's a lot easier because you know exactly where you're going. The fear of not having things is also a mental trick, right? The fact that you call it a fear and that you're thinking about this thing is also something that can trigger a negative aspect in your life. So I'm trying to describe to you, you design your life. Now you're putting good, positive mental images into your head. You know what your house is going to look like. You know what your car is going to look like. You know what kind of clothes you're going to wear. You're putting all these things in your head, and your head is trying, your mind is trying to figure out how to make that a reality. But think about the thought of a fear, right? I fear not having enough money to put food on the table. What are you thinking about? You're thinking about not having enough food on the table. I fear not being able to put a roof over my head and being homeless. Now you're thinking about how you're going to be homeless. Like those fears you need to maintain and grab control of. You need to take back mentally, emotionally, what you're struggling with. And it's not easy to do. right? It definitely isn't easy. Uh, I was having a discussion with students today because I know there's there's some of them who deal with things like depression and stuff like that. Uh, and I overheard this comment in the classroom. They're like, oh, you're depressed? Oh, man, it's okay. Just, just change that. You can you change being depressed, right? It's not always as easy as, like, flipping a switch. It will take some change in your physiology. It You know, the one of the cool things that, that I, I love that Billy does in a lot of his uh, trainings today, he had the Genius Advantage training. And one of the things they do at the very beginning is they get you, even though you're on a Zoom call, they get you to stand up and move and dance and shake. Why? Because if you can change your physiology, if you can change your, the way you're moving, it will change your mindset. It'll put you in a better position. This is why in the morning, my minimum standard is to get up and work out. I may not feel like I want to at the very beginning, but I can guarantee you once I have changed my physiology, once I have gone through the push-ups, the sit-ups, and the run, I've set my mind up for success. I have a different kind of energy and a different perspective on the world because I went out and made it happen. The motivation wasn't there. And I could fear it. I could be scared of, you know, running maybe early in the morning when it's still dark. I could be, have no motivation because it's cold outside and I'd rather be in my bed. But as soon as you change your physiology, as soon as you start moving, breathing, sweating, you start thinking a little bit differently. Now, couple that with what you're listening to. Now, I get it. When you're working out or when you're doing things, you want to throw some music on because you get that energy pump. I throw on music right before the show. But when I run, I try not to listen to as much music. I try to force myself to listen to something that's more motivational, more educational, Something that's going to put me in the mindset so that I can take on my day and win. Now, I love listening to Mulligan Brothers on YouTube. And this is, you know, Mulligan Brothers is basically a a compilation of different people speaking and it's paired up with some music. So it gets your energy going. It starts putting you in the right mindset. David Goggins, for example, like, you know, get hard, get out there, callous your mind. You know, things that you're telling yourself right now, I've been listening to Ziglar on selling, asking the right questions because I want to get better at asking questions when I talk to my guests or when I'm on a process, uh, on a sales call, asking the right questions and getting the real objections, the things that are holding our customers back or the things that they fear so that we can get those questions answered so that we can provide solutions that meet their needs. I'm preparing myself. I literally write this down in my journal every single day. I say it to myself every single day. I am a successful salesperson. I will learn something today that'll make me a better sales professional tomorrow. And where did it come from? It came from a Zig Ziglar book, right? Like At any given point, at any time during the day, I can have a conversation with somebody now that I would, fee- I would have a big fear before. Prior to this podcast, I would be afraid to talk to people because I wouldn't know what to say. I wouldn't know what to ask. But now, my confidence is through the roof, baby. I look forward to sitting down and talking to you, to, to having a conversation, to figuring out what, what's bothering you. What do you need help with? How can I help you solve that? I, I'm gonna dig deep and figure that out. I'm working, I've literally faced my fears. My biggest fears was standing on a stage and having a conversation, or having a conversation with this complete stranger. Two things that I would fear. And I've conquered them. Those biggest fears are the things that you need to overcome. If you don't, you're going to live your life by design. But if you do, your future is limitless. I'm excited for 2022 because I feel like I've been prepping for this year, the last, intensely, the last three or four years. Ever since we started doing the podcast. I've taken all the knowledge that I've had from my background in taxes, my degree in accounting, my my last like 12 years in the insurance business, right? Everything I've been doing the last three or four years in the marketing space, all that I get to bring together and I have the opportunity to help you as a business owner be more successful through my experience as an entrepreneur, as a marketer, as a sales professional. I'm here to kick ass and take names, one step at a time. Why? Because I face my fears. And that's my message for you guys today. There's tons of things that we're scared of and it's okay. It's okay if you're afraid of what tomorrow holds. It's okay if you are looking at this obstacle and it looks like a freaking dictionary hill for those of you in San Diego, it's like a hill that's almost like a 90 degree, picture San Francisco, just hills going straight up. And you know that your goal is up there. And you're looking at this and you're starting at the bottom and you don't know where you're going to go. But there's only one thing that you need to understand. Is that you're standing at the bottom of the hill. And in order for you to get to the top, the only way for you to get to the top is one step at a time. It's to look that hill directly in the face and tell it, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I'm going to climb you. I'm going to make it to the top. And I might not make it as fast as the other guy, and I might struggle, and I'm going to breathe really hard, and I'm going to sweat, might even fall down and bleed a little bit, but one step at a time, I'm going to get there. And that's really what it's about. You look at a ton of entrepreneurs, like Ray Krox, for example, the Colonel, for example, they didn't reach their levels of success until their 50s. I thought I was going to be a rock star at 25. I didn't know a damn thing. I went through my 30s testing different businesses and trying different things and developing different self-employed stuff, building different types of businesses. Now my 40s are here. And I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what 2022 is going to do. It's already starting off amazing. And what am I facing? I'm facing termination at my employment. My perspective in life is different. Face your fears, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you guys ever have any questions, you need help with anything when it comes to your business, I'd love to sit down and have a conversation with you It's really simple uh, all you got to do is go to our website www it's at the bottom and uh, you'll see right there there's different opportunities and different ways for us to work together to talk about it uh, to talk together and like I said, you don't have to schedule an appointment with me. It's probably the best way to get, you know, custom information directly to you. I always give you 15 minutes of my time. Or just send me a DM at Pod. You can find us on any of the social media platforms that you're listening to us on right now. Schedule an appointment, have a conversation, face your fears. And uh, tomorrow, the sun will rise. So get up and conquer your day. Live your life by design, not by default. Peace, y'all.